Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, this is your host, Min Kim, and today I'm joined by CEO of Zend Finance, Ugo. Ugo is an amazing entrepreneur, and he's actually one of the first people to host a crypto-related meetup in Nigeria. So I'm super excited to share a story here with you guys today, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to Around the Coin. I'm Min Kim, and I'm here with CEO of Zend Finance, Ugo. Hi, Ugo. Thanks for being here. Yeah, hello. Hello, Min. I'm happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Very fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here again, Ugo. I'm really inspired just having learned more about your startup and your personal background in the past couple of days. So I'd love to hear more around um, where you've grown up and a little more about your personal background. Okay, yeah. So um, basically, I, I, I grew up in Enugu. That's the eastern part of Nigeria. It's, it's actually a very calm city. It's very secure. And um, yeah, it's, it's filled with people that, you know, small business owners. Yeah, it's a great place, actually. And then I also spend most of my holidays in Lagos. Lagos is a city most people will hear about because it has like lots of multinational companies. It has like very huge entrepreneurs there. So yeah, I spent most of my holidays there and it's going or spending time in Lagos really um, inspired me, you know, to to work really hard. It's it's a fast-paced city and um, I worked closely with my uncle at the time. Um, He has a real estate company. So it was, you know, working closely with him. I learned a lot of things, saw how people, you know, were basically doing business and people were really, really, fast there so anytime you get to lagos it's super fast you have to be on your toes at all times yeah so that's basically that and then well yeah that's basically that about my background and where i grew up and then of course i spent um i studied the university of nigeria studied electronics engineering yeah so i have an engineering background yeah that's super impressive and I recently read that zend finance is actually the fastest growing blockchain startup out of africa and you're also one of the first startups to build on Binance Smart Chain. And you're also one of the first people to actually start a blockchain meetup in uh, your um, your region in Africa. So I'm just super impressed that you just have this very innovative mindset. Um, can you tell us more about your first encounter with blockchain technology? Okay, yes. Yeah. So um, I actually got um, into the blockchain in 2000 and well late 2016 beginning of 2017 and um it was my my colleague in in finland he was doing his masters at the time 
you know, um, he told me about the blockchain because um, in their school, actually, they had like an R&D department where one of the professors was doing so much research on the blockchain. So, and he was really close to the professor. So that's how he started learning about it and then told me about the blockchain. So I started reading off on like a Bitcoin, studied the Ethereum blockchain. He told me I could write code on it. And when I looked at this, it was really interesting because I've always been thinking about, you know, I've been trying to think about something that was that was new, something that was different, completely different, you know, in the tech space. And, and looking at the blockchain, I realized that this was going to change a lot of things. You know, look, having a system that is transparent and also extremely secure, you know, and then a system that people can't really control a decentralized system was it was an amazing idea that was already live and in front of me and because it was something that a lot of people did not know about and it wasn't something that um, people would just dabble into like that it really made me want to learn about it more because personally i like to do things that other people don't want to do right and i like to solve problems that other people don't want to solve because it's complex and that's where I, I, I like to play, you know. So I started studying about it um, and I, I was inspired by blockchain.info's wallet at the time. You know, I bought some Bitcoins, stored them there. It was really great. And I wanted to replicate the same kind of system, you know. So I started building my own Bitcoin wallet from ground up, um, studying how everything worked. I had zero experience in like cryptography and all those things at the time. But I started studying, started studying how to do all, do all that stuff, even got into groups on Jita, you know, uh, like, like people that created, um, you know, Bitcoin libraries for creating your Bitcoin wallets and all that. I started talking with them, you know, live on, on Jita. It was really awesome seeing some, you know, all these great guys I probably see online, like speaking with them in a group. It was awesome. So that's how I started working, created my wallet. I have to, I have a lot of apps actually using it now. Also, even did the the first um, um, blockchain meetup. You know, I organized the first blockchain meetup in the southeastern part of, of, of Nigeria. It was really great when you were speaking to people about the blockchain. They were shocked, you know, how this whole thing could work. And also demoing my wallet at the time it was really interesting. You know, I even had um, like a small competition for people to try to hack my wallet, you know, I retrieve private keys. Well, no one did at the time, you know, it was really, really interesting where I offered to give out a thousand dollars for someone uh, to anyone who could do that. Yeah, so it was it was really great. And that was how I got into the blockchain and that's how I've been building. I built um apart from the wallet, we built like a game that runs with decentralized storage, interplanetary file systems, you know, created like um some other smaller dApps, you know, it's, it's just been, it's been great. And I've been able to now um, groom and then come and build up some other blockchain engineers with time. Yes. And it's been a great experience, actually. That's super impressive. I, I love it when I'm talking to a technologist who's super passionate about the technology. And it also seems like you, you have your co-founder, Shima, who you've actually been working for, for, uh, for, and sorry, working with for 10 years. Um, he was actually your college classmate. So it's wonderful to see a team that has such strong chemistry and uh, such a long history working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super impressive. So so tell me more about um, how 
you know, in 2017, you you looked into Bitcoin and you created one of the first Bitcoin Ethereum ERC20 token wallets. Um, how did you get exposed to the Binance Smart Chain technology? And how did you become one of the first applications to build on Binance Smart Chain? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, Zend actually was, um, Binance actually invested in Zend through Binance Labs. That was in 2019. Um, it was, it was, um, we got into Binance as well, one of the four African countries, um, um, companies, um, to get into the Binance Labs. Um, from there we started, we got into the Binance community, started getting a lot of support, um, from Binance, you know, and then in 2020, um, when Binance Matching went live, we were already working on Zen Finance at the time. You know, we're already working on Zen Finance at the time. And I was speaking with Yele. Yele is um, the former Binance director um, in Africa. So he told me about Binance Matching and it was already live. And I was like, I, I think it was just a week, one week after Binance Matching went live. That's when um, we started building on Binance Matching. It was super awesome, you know, having um, a blockchain that had very, very little fees, you know, very little fees, extremely fast, you know, high throughput, and a, a blockchain that is also EVM compatible. So what basically you can write your existing um, Solidity code, you know, on your Ethereum blockchain and then deploy it on Binance Smart Chain without changing any single line of code. I mean, that was really awesome. You know, that, that, that's something that we, we really enjoyed. That's a feature that we really enjoyed, you know, because it reduces the stress of trying to learn a new framework and all that. So, yeah, so we got into building on the Binance Smart Chain and we were actually the first African um, company to create, or African project rather, to create um, the ATFI project on, on Binance Smart Chain. And yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was super awesome at the time, you know, building that. And then have, and also Binance has great support, you know, has a great community. They have like grants for projects building on Binance Smart Chain. And I'm not surprised with the current um, attention Binance Smart Chain projects are, are receiving at, at the moment because it, it, it was bound to happen with all these great features and with great support from the Binance ecosystem. It's, it's only natural, you know, that with time, much more projects will migrate you know, to the Binance Smart Chain from like the Ethereum blockchain. You know, the Ethereum blockchain is the standard where it's the standard, you know, now that most people build on top of because it's been there for years. You know, it has a lot of support and everything. But yeah, the Binance Smart Chain is doing great now. And I, I see a lot of projects moving to the Binance Smart Chain, although they will maintain their Ethereum blockchain-based projects. But the Binance Smart Chain is actually down where we're super excited to be building on the Binance Smart Chain as well. That's really interesting. Yeah, I I um, have heard so much around the Binance Smart Chain these days. So it's really interesting that you were one of the first entrepreneurs to really pick up on, on the value proposition of faster transactions per second and also um, just lower costs. So congrats on that. Great. Thank you very much. So tell me more about this goal of... Zend Finance in the next decade wanting to secure over 10% of the overall global credit union market. That is a really impressive and uh, ambitious goal. So how how will you go about trying to to meet some of these milestones in order to achieve that goal? 
Yeah, so basically, right, um, what we're trying to do at Zen Finance is something like that's really cool. It's something that actually changes the lives of people. And at Zen Finance, right, we're actually creating um, a, a, a space or, or an ecosystem that combines the existing non-crypto world, you know, and then the crypto world as well. So we're more like more like a bridge, right, between the non-crypto world and then the crypto world. Um, over over the years, I mean, you've seen uh, credit unions and cooperatives. They've been there, you know, for a whole lot of years, and in the some are formal, some are actually informal. And one of the things we realized is most of these credit unions or most of these cooperatives actually face a lot of challenges. And one of the major challenges they face, especially in um area in in a continent like Africa, right, is that most of them are always losing value, you know, for the money that they have. Now, because they're losing value for the money they have or the money they've saved or the money they've invested, you realize that th that's a major problem. And how are we going to be able to solve that problem for them, right? How do we present um, something that is able to protect their assets, actually also give them very good interests, right, at the end of the year? So we, we looked at um, DeFi and saw that, wow, that DeFi could, uh, by leveraging DeFi, we could basically solve this problem, you know. Also giving these um, members of these cooperatives access to the global money markets without going through any intermediary, without going through any middleman, without going through any banks, you know, giving people control of their money and also protecting the money that they have. So what we decided to do was we create this system that will serve the financially underserved and also serve people living in unstable economies to protect them from devaluations. And by doing that, it's only natural that most of these corporates, like we already have like cooperatives signed on, right? Corporate, um, we have like um, over cooperatives with like over 5,000 members. We also have another one that, um, that is coming on board with over um, almost 1.2 million members, right? We'll be announcing all these partnerships um, very soon. So we, we have these people and there's a problem they have already and the existing financial system is unable to solve it, right? So it's only natural that most of these cooperatives will still migrate to the blockchain. And being the first DeFi platform, actually, for cooperatives and credit unions, I mean, it's it's it's... It's very, very important that having the first mover advantage, right, that we're able to acquire as many cooperatives as possible. So what we're basically doing is targeting the cooperatives, you know, it's it's mostly like B2B. And one of the things we're doing is making it very easy for them to come on the blockchain. Now, that's how we're going to make this work. If you've know, if um, been on the on the blockchain, you realize that um, most decentralized apps people use have a poor experience, right? You know, um, there's just so many tools, so many things you have to use to be able to just get an app to work or to be able to use the app. And the people we are actually targeting are people who are not crypto savvy. Because of that, experience matters a lot. So we're actually creating an abstraction, right, from that whole complexity. 
you know, from the whole um, um, difficulty in using a decentralized app, we're creating a, a, an SDK that abstracts all the complexity away. So existing Web 2.0 applications, existing fintech apps that have nothing to do with crypto can just plug in Zen Finance and easily the users, their existing users have access to the DeFi world. The existing users have access to very high APYs and the existing users have access as well to protect their assets and also earn rewards in our tokens when they perform operations on our platform. So this is how we intend to get up to 10% or even over 10% of the existing credit unions because we're doing this and we're going to be partnering with the existing ones. So we're not um, actually competing with them. We're actually giving them access or a better alternative to their current um, investment strategies, to their current savings strategies, giving their users access you know, to the global market without going through the existing financial sectors or the existing financial system that you know can be very restrictive. So that is what we're doing, and that is how we intend to get majority of these credit unions on board. That's super interesting. So when you first came up with this idea, what was the feedback that you got from credit unions and other players in the space? Okay, so this might sound quite funny, but you know, when I came up with this idea and started building this, the first person I spoke to was uh, my mom. So she's a professor of medicine and she actually belongs to a cooperative, actually belongs to one, but she has been in house for you know, over 20 years, right? And they, so they have a, a cooperative in, in the medical association in um, in the in their hospital, you know. And um, I spoke to her about this. And I was, she was so happy to hear it. In fact, speaking to her immediately, I got over a thousand dollars of support from her, you know, and then the cooperative because she was like, "What's your project is like? You know that I should be able. I should use this money for them. Now, the good thing about it is, she doesn't understand what the blockchain is because she was like, "Oh, she doesn't really get the blockchain," which I don't expect her to get, right? And she was like, "But she was like, if this, the value we're getting is okay, you're protecting our assets, you're giving us high APYs, then that they're good to go, right?" And this was really inspiring. This really encouraged me you know, to continue to build out this solution because just the idea alone was great. I actually gave her the paper to study. She studied the light paper, right? And I learned most of the strategies. Um, the strategies were implemented on Zen Finance, especially the one called Isusu. It's, it's, it's more like a contribution strategy that, you know, is prevalent here in Africa and also in the Caribbean where people contribute money and then within a particular cycle, they give everything to one person and all that. So the whole system, the algorithm that manages that was actually designed based on what I had learned from her over the past like 20 years because she's been using this, you know, and I've learned it a whole lot. I've learned a lot of things about it. So, I mean, she was just the go-to person to speak to and it was really great the feedback because so it encouraged me to build this. So after reading the light paper, she was like, yeah, that this is really great, you know, that it was really great, the strategies and everything. So that's that's um that that that's basically how we um intend to also uh, make sure we, we capture like um, a very, very large audience, you know, get um uh, people to actually plug in because the people we need here are the people who are already in this system. 
And these people don't understand what the blockchain is. I mean, they don't care about um, what transaction hash is. They don't care about what MetaMask is. They don't care about those things. They are just interested in making sure that, okay, you provide a service or a system that gives them better value, you know, protects their assets and gives them better value over time. Yeah, so it was really received very well, you know, when I spoke to, to um, her and her cooperative the first time, yeah. That is one of the most unique stories I've heard, especially related to DeFi, because DeFi has historically been one of the most technical spaces. It's it's really hard for, for people who've never used any blockchain technology to even configure a MetaMask. And beyond that, it's just hard for them to understand how to use these DeFi platforms. So uh, just tell me more about your, your vision for Zend around especially the user interface and how you you plan to create educational material to onboard people who've never really used DeFi before. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, our vision around it and increasing adoption is one, we're working on our, our SDK. So our SDK, that's our software development kit, is a very simple system that um, removes all the complexity of MetaMask and all that. So what it does is um, existing applications, a web app, a mobile app, that basically deals with finance, right? Can easily just download the SDK, you know, plug it into their mobile apps, and then it will give their users easy access, you know, to DeFi, you know, to the Zen Finance Protocol. And how this this is really going to help with user experience because people don't need to worry about um, maybe MetaMask. They don't need to worry about um, you know processing um, transactions, um, maybe going to some exchange. Um, to buy crypto, you know, and then, you know, sending the money to their wallets and all that. No, everything has been abstracted by the SDK. And the good thing is we also have partnerships with fiat to crypto on-ramps and off-ramps in Asia, in Africa. So it makes the work a lot easier, especially when it comes to people who don't really have crypto, but they have fiat. So they can easily just access it. And um, another thing we're doing is we're going to be creating, having like hackathons, right? We're going to be building um, a network. We're going to be building a network of um, of ambassadors, you know, and we're going to be having hackathons in different countries, you know, different regions of the world where people build on our um, build on our platform, build with our SDKs, and of course they get rewarded. So that way it drives adoption, and these um, projects that integrate our SDK will automatically just serve it to their existing users. And we've already, um, um, for our project, we've already acquired some partners already here in, um, in Nigeria. And we're also um, in talks with other partners in different parts of the world, other credit union aggregators, other software companies that manage lots of credit unions. So they can easily integrate our application. Also, um, our application is not limited to credit unions. Existing fintech applications that maybe do savings or do things like loans and all that can actually just integrate our um, SDK and have a great experience. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that is how we intend to grow. And it's going to be really awesome doing that. Yeah. There's, going, there's already a lot of um, reception. A lot of people have been asking us, some of the developers we've spoken to are like, oh, when will your app be live? When will your SDK be live? So they can integrate it. Currently, we're working on the SDK and we believe it's going to be live um, in less than a month. Yeah. So it's great. We're looking forward to that, actually. That's amazing. It's really hard to come by entrepreneurs in crypto who have such a 
an ambitious goal. And I, I can definitely see your passion when, when you're kind of describing this vision for your company. I'd love to know more about the African crypto region. It seems like Africa is a, uh, you know, a really unique part of the world. And it seems like a lot of Africans probably are very active on social media, etc. What are some unique things about the typical African user in crypto that might be different from other regions of the world? Yeah, okay. So I think um, when it comes to crypto and Africa, I really think crypto was built for Africa, right? Um, I'm not trying to yeah, I'm not trying to like claim it. I'm not trying to say it's just for us, but with the with the problems we're facing in Africa, especially when it comes to economies, crypto has basically almost all the answers to those those questions and has almost all the solutions to the problems when it comes to finance, you know, and um, Africa, right? So, uh, for example, Nigeria has um, the the Adoption of crypto in Nigeria is really great, um, but it tilts mostly towards the trading part, right? Nigeria has the highest volume, uh, the second highest volume, right, of bitcoins, you know, traded in the world. You know, it's it's really remarkable. Uh, and um, uh, when my previous, I had some um, some interview with um, um, CoinDesk a couple of a couple of months back, and you know, they were like that. Um, they have the Nigeria is the second highest, um, um, has the second highest number of readers, you know, um, on, on, on their platform. And I was really surprised, right? They were like, yeah, that, that these Nigerians are avid, you know, crypto readers and all that. I was like, I was really, really surprised. I'm very impressed with that as well. Because the thing is, when it comes to, to Africa, uh, you know, uh, we need um, a solution like this that, enables people to have access to control their funds, to give them access to, you know, things that the banks would, on a normal day, restrict them from having access to, for no real reason, right? Um, I, if I begin to talk about the challenges people face with um, traditional banks, you know, at times you just receive, you have um, debit alerts, um, you know, you get funds deducted from your account, without really getting a notification, you know, it's that bad at times, you know, at, at, at times you, you, you don't have, there's no reason for you to uh, not be able to access your funds. At times you might not just be able to access funds. Maybe they, they, um, you, you do a particular type of verification and then the, another verification is requested. Like people have so many stories around the regular, the banking system here. At times people's funds just get missing you know you're trying to access funds they're like you can't access the funds there's so many stories so it, it's it's a system that has been working to a reasonable extent yes but with the blockchain it's the blockchain transcends all this right and and it gives us so much access it gives us so much access and africans are super smart super brilliant people that restricting africans is 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 is, is so bad because it's more like restricting the world, so to speak, because, I mean, if we have um, the youngest population, right, or, or, or the, the youngest population actually in the world, and you see that so many young people here, there's so much workforce, there's so much strength, 
And the world is now digital, right? It's not really about physical work and everything. So if you restrict this, when you restrict people's finances, basically you're like restricting everything about it. You know, so, I mean, blockchain and Africa are two things that, you know, need to, that, that need to work a lot better. And I know I've, I've been speaking about blockchain in, in the aspect of cryptocurrencies, but there's more, you know, the technology can do for us. There's just so much more, just like I mentioned, um, some like decentralized storage. You can see things like decentralized computing. You know, you can see things like real estate management, land use. Like there's so much applications. Okay, so I, there's just so much between the blockchain and Africa. And I think here, this is one place where the blockchain need, really needs to be applied. And I'm super happy we're already doing that. Like I've gotten so much calls. Like every other day you have calls, you have emails with people like DMs and Twitter with people saying that this solution we're building, this thing we're building at Zen Finance is really what we need here in Africa. And, and, and I mean, I can't really ex- express how happy I am doing that. That's amazing. I I actually did not know that for Coindesk, uh, Africa is actually this, the second most um, trafficked or region in terms of that website. So that that is super fascinating. And um, I also think I read a statistic saying that <clears throat> those internet users in Africa are um, using their mobile phones to access the internet. Is that correct? Yeah, that's very correct. Yes, for most parts, yeah. yeah. So so what do you think ab- about the DeFi use case and um, how it translate to, translates to mobile? Do you think that um, most people right now in DeFi are using mobile or are they, are they using the browser or both? Yeah, so most people in, Afri- most people in DeFi now are using the browser, are using their, their PCs, right? But that is why we at Zen Finance are actually create, creating an SDK, right? So with the SDK, it works really easily on mobile. Like all the complexities are abstracted. So for Africans, there isn't going to be any problems at all, you know, because most people here use mobile phones, especially Android phones, because it's really cheap. You know, it's really cheap here. So most people have Android phones here. So for them to access um, our platform, they can just open up their phones and wow, they, they have real access, you know. So yeah, it's 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 something that is something that is true and it's something that is going to continue, you know, for the foreseeable future. Because another reason why people use smartphones or mostly um phones here is one of the problems we face at times is um, unstable power supply, you know, because of that, most phones, people have power banks, you know, that they can just plug to their phones and they can have 24 hours. They, their phones are on for 24 hours. Whenever there is power, they can charge the power banks and charge their phones as well. But computers don't have, or PCs don't have um, that much um, um, battery um, capacity, you know, so it's a lot easier for them to access their phones. And young people here, like I said, we are um, very, um, young people here are very ambitious and they are always on the move. They are always on the go, you know. So because of that, they can easily access their phones, do their, um, gain access to crypto, gain access to DeFi, and then very quickly sort themselves out. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm super um, in awe that you've accomplished so much so far. And I definitely would love to learn more about just the broader crypto ecosystem right now um, in Africa. I know that Zend is one of the leading startups in Africa right now. 
What are some other startups that we should look out for um, that are currently coming out of the region? Okay, yeah. Um, in the crypto space, we have great, um, I, I think I can say um, we have like um, Bundle, and there is Bundle, it, it's, it's um, a social app for sharing um, crypto, you know, sharing your fiat currency and crypto. We have um, Bitcoins, we have BitSeeker, um, we have um, Yellow Card. You know, these these are projects that enable you to gain fiat. Um, you can save your, you can get your fiat. You can convert it to crypto. I'll I'll call them an um, exchange. So they are basically they are basically um, exchanges that enable you to gain, get your fiat, convert to crypto, send your crypto across to anyone. You know, and also make payments for utility bills. You know, make some payments in crypto. That and they are really doing great. They are really doing very very well. You know posting good transactions and the adoption is great. So, and it's great that the ecosystem is, is thriving this way. And we are actually encouraging more people to come on board, especially when it comes to the DeFi space. So in the DeFi space for now, um, in Africa, I haven't seen um, projects like coming out of the DeFi space, other projects from the DeFi space in Africa, right? Yeah, so that's why uh, we're even encouraging more people, you know, seeing how we can provide support, you know, for people who are going to be building uh, DeFi-based projects, you know, here in, from Africa. You know, so uh, it's, it's, it's something that is really great. But I'm happy that the whole um, crypto ecosystem, the blockchain ecosystem is growing. At least we have exchanges that are coming out. We even have um, crypto media-focused um and um, um, crypto uh, media focused companies. One of them is called um, Crypto TV Plus. You know, we have um, really big um, crypto uh, projects. Um, you can see um, Abit Network. Um, Abit Network um, is a coin called Tatcoin. You know, these are these these are crypto projects that are doing great. And you know, with um, more of our, of crypto projects coming into the ecosystem, you know, I think it's going to be a, a huge boom. Africa will be really really hot in the next couple of in the next couple of months or even in the next couple of years yeah that's great so i know personally after this podcast i'm definitely going to go and research more about uh the african crypto ecosystem but what are um a couple of discord channels or telegram channels that i should i should join if if i'm interested in learning more okay i feel, oh um, i think you should join uh, of course you should join the zen finance Telegram channel, <laughs> that's number one. Then, uh, then two, you should join the Binance Nigeria. So there's Binance Nigeria. You should join that. Now, Binance Nigeria has the highest level of, um, of of discussions currently on crypto. Anything crypto, you know, you can get it from Binance Nigeria. Um, you can also join um, Crypto TV Plus. Like I mentioned, that that's like um the the media um, that we have here focused solely on crypto they've been doing so much work so much great work and they're based in nigeria um you can also uh, join um abit network yeah so abit network is uh, it's it's a network of different um products that run on a particular coin called tatcoin so yeah these these crypto communities i mentioned in total will have over um, 100k users, right? Over 100k members on Telegram. You know, for Discord, 
yeah, this some of them still have existing Discord app, um, um, channels as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, these are the channels you should look out for. And then you can do more research to see what other channels um, to join. Yeah, another thing is, um, I think um, another place to check out will be Clubhouse. You know, um, some crypto, I, I don't have their usernames yet, you know, uh, yeah, but then some crypto um, um, communities are springing up, some African crypto communities are springing up on Clubhouse. And it would be really great to, to, to check them out, yeah. That's great. So one of the last questions I wanted to ask was, I noticed that your mother is actually an entrepreneur herself. She ran a very successful clinic with up to 3,000 patients. So um, how do you find inspiration from her? And how do you think that entrepreneurship really runs in your blood? Um, And then on the flip side, how do you think that running a traditional business is different from running a crypto business? Yeah, so... um... (laughs) Yeah, about my mom's business. I mean, one thing I I, I can just say I've learned from that is, um, you know, patience, um, you know, persistence, you know, perseverance, and dogged hard work. I mean, these are these are these are uh, these are things that I mean I picked up from from her. I I worked in her business. I worked in her clinic. At times when she doesn't have, you know, people to help out, um, let's say during some holidays, I can work for a couple of months, you know, talking to patients, maybe doing, I'm not a nurse or anything, but I mean, I could do some basic things, you know, and what that taught me was that I could learn anything, you know, I could basically learn anything. I I know a lot of things about the medical field now that I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised I know them because I mean, I've sat down with her, I've worked with her. I even studied some medical, you know, journals and all that stuff because, I mean, it's good. When, when she speaks a lot, you know, I learn really quickly, you know, from her and all that. So, yeah, I really learned. And also another thing was the sense of responsibility because she she were, were four boys. Um, I mean, I have three brothers with four boys, you know, training four boys. And, and, and my dad was also, like, really supportive, has also been really supportive. You know, training four boys in, in Nigeria is not so it's not very easy. It's really tough. So there's so much responsibility, you know. So getting, um, you know, returns from her small business, using it, you know, to train us, it was, it was remarkable, really. So I learned all those things. And I also knew that from her, it's... Also, sacrifice. I mean, sacrifice was it being able to put other people first before yourself. I mean, that's and that is one thing I have done over the years. You know, over the past five years of running um, different software businesses, that's one thing I've done. Being able to put other people before myself because that's the best way to gain trust. Like, like, like I mentioned, I think in the interview, the former interview I had, I invested. I've invested most of my resources into people. Because human capital is something that is, 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 it has, is invaluable, really, you know. So, yeah, so that's basically how, um, uh, that's basically one of the things, different things. This, those are the things I've learned from her. And then when it comes to running a traditional business and a blockchain business, yeah. So when it comes to running a blockchain, a traditional business, I mean, you have to, um, the difference there is that the traditional businesses are, you know, there is like a template, uh, so to speak, where because a lot of traditional businesses have been in existence over years. I mean, uh, like you can speak of hundreds of years. You know, there has been a template. There has been things that, you know, people have been building on top of. 
you know, things have been evolving, these templates have been evolving and getting better. So it's a lot easier maybe to bring in, should I say, maybe a consultant or bring in someone that has more experience to help drive your business. But when it comes to the crypto business, it's quite different, right? Because there isn't a template, so to speak. A lot of people are still figuring things out, right? Even Binance is still figuring things out. I, I remember like two days ago, CZ was um, on, on Twitter asking people for help on how to manage customers, right? I mean, these guys are still figuring a lot of things out. Um, um, Binance is probably just about four years, right? Yeah, so these crypto companies are still at very early stages. But that's actually the most exciting part of everything. Like, to be honest, personally, I really like to do things that other people don't do things that other people have not figured out how to do because it's that process of figuring things out that actually makes you like builds you up you know it's that process of figuring things out that makes everything really interesting there's no guarantee that things will work but just knowing that there is a chance even if it's just one percent chance right of something working out i mean that, that that works for me really that works for me you know, so that's basically the difference between the crypto, from my own view, the crypto um, business and the traditional business. The traditional business has templates that people have built on, but for the crypto business, there isn't any template. So you just have to figure things out. And I'm super excited to do that. Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm super excited to follow your progress. It's uh, it, it's one of the most fascinating stories that I've, I've heard so far on this podcast. So... Uh, you know, definitely, I think our listeners are also very excited to follow your progress as well. So, so tell us um, one last thing. So how can our listeners follow your progress, obviously, and also help or, or um, contribute value to your startup in any way? Okay, so basically, um, yeah, so they can follow our progress by following our, our Twitter account. Um, it's at Zen Finance. Um, they can also follow us on, on Telegram. It's like Zen Finance as well on Telegram. Or they can visit our website. You know, I really advise everyone to visit our website, which is zen.finance, you know, and then follow the social media handles there. It's a lot safer, you know, because there are so many projects, you know, creating mimics or creating like duplicates of our platform and I really, we really don't want anyone to get scammed out there. Yeah. So, and how they can contribute basically is by um, just being active members of the community. So we have a lot of interesting things going on that will be coming up very soon. You know, we're going to be um, coming up with different programs, um, representatives in multiple countries. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. And even in the past, we've, we had, and we've had a great contribution from the community members. It's been super awesome from bugs, finding bugs on our testnet, you know, to giving us um, great ideas on feature implementations. And we've been working on every single thing. So, I mean, there's, we are, we are basically like um, it, a canvas where people can write, you know, can just make their drawing or a sheet of paper where they can write their scripts. And we're really happy. We are very receptive. So we want people to be able to tell us, you know, what they feel. And then we can now implement those things, you know. And that's that's the whole essence of having a community. A community that is very objective. A community that 
always wants to see everyone grow. So that's basically what we need from them. When people join, you know, giving us their objective um, and honest feedback, and then we're able to implement, we're able to um, iterate, and then we're able to grow. So yeah, so that that's basically um, how I like uh, people to to um, well contribute and how it will help us grow as as a project. That's great. Well, um, is there an email that people can use to contact you as well, or a Twitter handle that you recommend people uh, use to follow and follow you and shoot you a message? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, there is uh, my Twitter. Yeah, people can actually contact me on Twitter. Twitter is why they can follow me on Twitter with at um, Aronu Ugochuku. Yeah, so at A-R-O-N-U, yeah, A-U-G-O-C-H-U-K-W-U, at Aronu Ugochuku. Um, yeah, that's my Twitter handle. They can text me, send me a DM on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter because I'm always, you know, speaking about things that have to do with um, um, DeFi, also things that have to do with um, our project and how people can get the best out of our project. Yeah, so yeah, they should do that actually. Sounds great. Any last words of advice for um, anyone who's an inspiring crypto entrepreneur or anyone who wants to enter the space? Oh, yeah. So my advice would be uh, get in now. And it's never it's never too late. You know, it's never too late. Get in now. Get into this um, crypto space now because it's, it's defining the future. It's defining how things are perceived. It's defining how things we interact with things. You know, so yeah, I'll just advise anyone that's looking at getting into this space to get in now. Yeah, just get in now. You don't need to know how everything works. I mean, I don't even know how everything works because there's so much going on there. But get in now and maybe you get in, you just learn on the go. You learn on the go. Yeah, that would be my advice. Sounds great. I love that advice as well. If you're listening out there, get in now. (laughs) So um, thank you so much here on the show. I really enjoyed um, having this wonderful conversation and uh, definitely looking forward to following your progress. So thanks so much again. And uh, hopefully we can have you on a show again next time. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm super um, happy you were able to make our time to have you here. Thank you very much. And um, thanks to the community. Thanks for everyone listening. Yeah. And we hope to see you guys in our community. Thanks. thanks. Sounds great. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.